Blog Talk Radio. Deborah. Good morning, everyone. Um, I appreciate. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. And good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Ann McNeil, the Master Wealth Builder, helping you to build stronger and better lives and the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And I am excited today because NABWIC Talks Radio is talking with Mr. Sandy Michael McDonald, Broward County, Director of Office and Economic Development, and so, 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 so much more. But before we talk about Sandy this morning, let's ask you a few questions. Have you ever thought about where do you go in the sunny, 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 sunny state of Florida for major opportunities in the winter and just really having some sun in the fun, fun in the sun, Have you really ever thought about where can you go, regardless of race, creed, or color, and tap into an organization that truly is about creating opportunities? Well, that's what we're talking about today with Sandy Michael McDonald. Sandy, since May 2013, has been a part of our Broward County family. He has an expansive vision of economic development for all of Broward, coming from a wonderful place where he's going to share his experience that that he brings to us a better Broward. So with that, our NABWIC family and all, let's welcome Mr. Sandy McDonald. Good morning, Sandy. How are you today? Good morning, Ann. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you on this blessed <laughs> year and one day just passing, turning 59. So God has blessed me, and I'm thankful to be here this what? morning. Good morning. What? Your birthday was yesterday? Yesterday, Labor Day. Yes, it was. Oh, my, 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 my. Well, that, I thank your mom for laboring for that day. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'm curious, though, off subject for a second. Are you an only child? No, ma'am. I'm actually the youngest of nine. Ooh. Eight of them. Yes. So that means you're a spoiled young 
child word, spoiled. No, that just happens to mean I'm the youngest. Now leave it right there. <laughs> I am the youngest of Yes. Ah, well, Sandy, tell us a little bit about what brought you to Broward, and then we'll start talking about what our show is really about today, which are really a number of opportunities, and one of those opportunities naturally is the Broward County Convention Center, and then we'll start talking briefly about Senate as a result of the transit opportunities that's coming out of your bond program. So can you share with us what brought you to Broward? Certainly, and thanks again, Ann and the Nabwick family for having me today. Broward, uh, seven years ago, prior to that, I was back home in Michigan. I had just finished a stint as the Economic Development and Downtown Development Authority Director for my hometown, the city of Pontiac. Then I was contracting uh, throughout the state, and I had a contract in another city, uh, Highland Park. And prior to Highland Park and Pontiac, I had did 11 years in the District of Columbia. But the last 15 years in Michigan was all economic development and small business. And when I started that path along small business, it was a concentration of actually women and minority programs, trying to make sure that we had programs within those municipalities, specifically the cities I was responsible for, that assured that the majority of those community populations, which happened to be minorities, had a fair shake on the city level. Then that changed and went to the county level. And after I retired in 2010 uh, from the city, I had just started doing some consulting, and I was going around the country doing the same in terms of establishing and helping agencies and organizations start their small and minority women programs, but more importantly, helping minority and women businesses learn how to navigate municipal government and contracts. And that's when, actually, I ran into Broward County. I ran into Broward County, who was looking for a director. Um, I guess that was about the fall of 2012, and uh, did a little courting back and forth. Wasn't sure I wanted to come to Florida. Actually, didn't know much about Florida, um, but then took a visit early 2013. And at that visit, we decided uh, to consummate that marriage, and I accepted the position as their economic development and small business director. And I will say what really attracted me about Broward, not knowing much, knowing what I read, what they gave me, and back in the day, what you can find on Google and Bing, um, what attracted me is that they actually had a combination of economic development and small business, which means Broward had already acknowledged and recognized small businesses inclusive of minority and women-owned businesses, was a part of their economic engine. And that's what's key for cities, counties, and states to acknowledge, many still don't, that your small businesses, inclusive of your minority and women-owned businesses, they're not secondary. They're actually key parts of your economic engine. And what we know today here in Broward, 89% of all businesses in our county are small. There's over 77,000 businesses in Broward County, and 89% are small, not just by SBA standards of one to 500 employees, but 89% have 20 employees or less. So coming to Broward was going to give me a chance to continue what I had enjoyed doing for about 13, 15 years, but it was going to give me a chance to focus on the smallest of small, because whether you know it or not, and I take that back, I do know you know it, Ann. In the mid-90s till about 2006, 
Broward County was exclusively an MBE, MWBE program, like many of the programs across the country, even the ones I ran back in Michigan. Uh, but then we went race and gender neutral. But again, and I know that'll be some part of our conversation, race and gender neutral does not mean it excludes minority and women. Race and gender neutral based on your community actually means you want to make sure you're targeting, empowering, developing, promoting, and genuinely giving those opportunities to those in your community who not only deserve it, but over the years have shown themselves capable of delivering. So that's how I got to Broward. I'm excited to be here again. This past May um, was my seventh year, and I look forward to a few more years right here in Broward County. Wow, I'm excited. I want to bring on my co-host, Ms. Jada Williams, to join us. But I also want to give kudos, uh, and I thank you so very much for that intro, because the leadership in, in Broward, you know, the county administrator and also the mayor who is actively involved and the commissioners in, in setting that in motion in terms of making sure that Broward was ready uh, to um, uh, do business with small businesses and putting everything in place in order to make that happen. So let me uh, let me uh, welcome uh, our co-host this morning, Ms. Jada Williams. How are you this morning, Jada? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I am Jada, your NAPWIC Talk Radio Chair. I'm so excited and glad to join you guys this morning. And before we get into it, Miss Ann, with me, I would like everyone to like, follow, and share on all their social media platforms or head over to navwick.org. For we are the voice of black women in construction, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Good morning, Mr. Sandy, again. Good morning, good morning. So I'm so happy and pumped up this morning because I'm just so thankful that we have someone such as yourself in the position that you're in with such um, an entrepreneurial spirit and the dedication to small businesses, and not only to small businesses, but for small businesses to be successful. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, my first question would be, what ways do you think small businesses um, or small companies will change after this COVID or during our current situation? How has small business structure or the small business interest changed? I will say, unfortunately, but on the optimistic side, fortunately, all small businesses have changed. All small businesses have changed because if for no other reason, and they've talked about this for years, and now we understand all small businesses didn't start from a conceptualization, a white paper, and a business plan, but folks have heard it, whether it was whispers or not. The ideal of running a business and having capacity to operate a business three to six months, preferably six months, of resources without the cash register ringing. And what I mean by that, small businesses just realized some of quality service made no money 
earlier this year, throughout the spring and the beginning of the summer, and it was a no fault of theirs. It was that their customer, their clientele, the thing that they normally would do daily, those who needed their services were told to go home. They were told what they couldn't do. They were told where they could or could not shop or spend dollars. So you have businesses, some solid businesses, some businesses that have been in the community for years, who unfortunately they didn't do anything wrong, but their customers were sent away. So one of the things that we know that every small business has just learned, they have to grow their capacity where they could truly, even in this extreme crisis example, have resources to operate, to completely operate, three to six months, and my preference is six months, without that cash register ringing. So that's just a traditional aspect of understanding your business, your operations, and your cash flow. But the other thing I think coming out of this crisis, which is still going to be with us for a little while, our businesses are now learning how, based on their service, good, or product, they might need to adjust, change, and for a few, even pivot to identify a new population to serve or to continue serving their same population but with more efficiency and more safety or recognizing how they have to target a market where their services now fit best. So we've been holding workshops and having conversations and one-on-one consults, just making sure that businesses, as they try to sustain and maintain through the crisis, and we get it, that's the emergency. But we also want to recognize if they plan on being here this time next year, they have to start looking at their good material, service, and product and understand their previous and now their new customer base. And how do I plan and prepare myself? to meet that challenge or meet that opportunity to still provide a quality service or good. Perfect, perfect. Well, we – Sorry, Jada, just had another question, please. Sandy, you hosted a couple of weeks ago on Friday a program uh, that you've you've gotten rave reviews and compliments uh, for in terms of you're really opening up a different area of Broward to small businesses. Can you share with us a little about that and, and, and what was that all about? Sure, Anne, and, and, and thank you for that reminder because what we did a couple of Fridays ago was exactly what I'm saying businesses had to do, but I can't be a hypocrite and be in a position as a county to make sure that we're not doing the same, if not more, so we recognize. We're still building. We still have vertical construction. We still have activities. And Broward County, and I applaud the county even prior to my coming here, Broward County right now, we do a very good job in small business goals and assuring small businesses participate in county procurement. We have a program that says at least 25% of what we spend or what we buy must be purchased from certified small business. But right now I'm averaging over 34%. So we're really making sure small businesses participate in all county procurement, not just construction, all. But we also recognize that we had other areas that we could improve on, and one of those were for my professional firms my project and construction management firms, my architect, engineer, my design folks, some of the folks who are on the front end of county contracts. So that means that if the county is serious about being inclusive of all opportunities that we procure, we wanted to do more. So we brought on one of the major agencies, 
Construction Management Division, have three of their different division directors, and we brought on some of the county primes who currently work with us and have over the years, and we wanted to make sure we set the tone for our small businesses to understand. They now recognize that the county, before contracts ever hit the street, if we have a chance to carve out opportunities for professional service vendors, we're going to do so. The same way we do with my other trades and my other goals, we now want to do even more aggressively on the front end. We also understand as primes, if the project is still too large based on our size and capacity for certification, we now want the primes to intentionally, not accidentally, intentionally begin to carve out more and recognize you, too, can work with our small professional service businesses on the front end. So that's what that session was about, and we had over 140-something listeners, knowing the majority were my small contractors in A&E design and project management, and it was to make sure that everyone knew that it was another step in assuring that across the board, the things that the county procure, there's legitimate opportunities for our small business. And with that example, we as a county recognize we, too, have to carve some out on the front end. So thanks again, Ann, for that reminder, but that was a very good show. It was awesome. Thank you. Okay, back to you, Jada. Now, Ms. Ann and Sandy, I know you both know tomorrow is our NABWIC Billion Dollar Luncheon and Opportunities and Convention Center Opportunities tomorrow, um, Wednesday, at 12. So we look forward to getting more of this type of conversation tomorrow during tomorrow's luncheon. But before I dive into um, my next question for Mr. Sandy, I would like to go take a quick commercial break so we can hear from our advertisers. And remind all of our listeners and guests, if you want to be a part of the conversation, just press 1 on your phone, or you can dial in at 714-459-3918. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. N-A-B-W-I-C's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. All right, Jada, yes. and we're back. Go ahead, Jada. We're both so excited this morning, Miss Ann. Miss <laughs> Ann is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, Mr. Sandy, tomorrow at our billion-dollar luncheon, 
and convention center opportunities. And, guys, audience, this is more than a billion dollars because we have convention center representatives from all over the United States showing up tomorrow. So you might not want to miss this one. That's the little T on the side. So, Mr. Sandy, tomorrow for our members and our audience listeners, what should be our focus coming in tomorrow's meeting? What note should we be taking? What should we be listening out for? Because we've heard you mention some of your key focuses and capacity and these WBE and all these different acronyms that NAVWIC is helping out and teaching and getting our members certified in. And for our new people into construction, we will get you up on what all of this means. But, Mr. Sandy, what should we be paying attention to? What should we be listening out for tomorrow from these um, facilities, VPs, and procurement departments? And actually, I would say, not just from Broward County, Miami's perspective, and some of the others across the country, um, I'm excited myself that you guys are actually hosting this type of an event and when Ann shared it with me for a few small businesses that I know that will also be participating or listening, my recommendation was, and for your audience, my recommendation is, is that this is where strategically you get to pay attention to how authorities and or uh, counties and cities not only are spending their money, understanding their procurement process of how they're going to roll out those funds, but even prior how they're looking to engage that construction community, how they're looking to engage directly or indirectly that minority and woman-owned community. And I'll just use Broward as an example. When you're hearing about the dollars we are spending, when you understand beyond vertical construction what the other opportunities are, when you begin to hear once talk about internships, uh, front of the house, back of the house, when you begin to hear people talking about sustained activities, post-construction, then you want to recognize those communities are also telling you that they have programs in place that you want to make sure that your firms are aware of that probably is going to advantage the small businesses that are truly paying attention beyond just trying to figure out who's the prime contractor, how do I get in front of him so I can get some sub work. There's opportunities to leverage with these facilities that not only allows you, yes, and we all need to make that money, not only allows you to participate in that existing contract, but by beginning to understand the process and leverage the relationships, how I can probably become a signature sub and grow my firm to potentially being one of the primes or one of the prime partners. When I'm looking at major billion dollars with the B opportunities, again, you always want to carve a piece out for yourself. But the real question is, based on yourself, your business, your capacity, how do I begin to leverage myself where others begin to look for me just as much as I look for them and the opportunity? And that's what I believe you guys are offering. I know when you hear about Broward County, you hear about our facility, you hear about our programs, you begin to understand our primes, you will understand that there's ways of not only locking yourself into this opportunity, but doing the same with these partners for other opportunities across the country. So that's one of the things I definitely hope folks uh, pay attention as a takeaway. Yes, find out how you can participate because the day only is today because you want to make the day your tomorrow, but certainly recognizing you want a tomorrow, 
what else can I do to leverage my opportunity to grow beyond this? Well, thank you so much, Mr. Sandy. I have my notes and audience members. Yes, we have our marching art orders on what we need to be listening out for for tomorrow with pen and notebook in hand. So I can't wait to hear more from you um, tomorrow during our billion dollar luncheon at 12. I will, um, I know Ms. Ann has a lot more to say, so let's get her back in this conversation, Ms. Ann. Yes, thank you so much, Jada. And actually, Sandy, when you were talking, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, because of your program and because of what Mayor Holness is doing with his leadership in the county, uh, one of our members, um, uh, actually, Mr. Wireman and uh, his wife, Mrs. Wireman, I just gave her a new name, Ms. Margaret Anglin, uh, for the first time in the history of our organization in 10 years, she is leveling up as a result of, a result of the uh, partnership that was created through you, I don't know if you know this, but through uh, uh, a connection that she got for the convention center, she's able to level up and be one of our key sponsors along with Balford. And that speaks volumes to be able to go from being a very small business to because of an opportunity that your office and you created through your program and just taking relationships and contacts and turning those into contracts, she was able to connect with another firm, a large firm, who was looking for her as a result of your emphasis and the mayor's emphasis. I have to just keep saying that because one of the things that we are all realizing that just because we are small, we don't have to think small as a, as a small business and just having a different kind of mindset and so tomorrow, um, she and Belford are our sponsors for that program tomorrow. So I'm very excited about that. And, Jada, we do have a caller. Uh, Ms. I think the last four digits is 7496 of uh, their number that has a question. But we're going to bring her on, uh, him, her on, uh, to ask that question in, in just a moment. But, Sandy, I'd like to go back to tomorrow, like Jada was talking about, and just uh, ask if there's, any kind of uh, comments, we do know that with the economy changing and Broward taking certain actions in the last you know, few board meetings ago regarding the budget, could you share with us exactly what portion of that project is still left that is uh, connected to the convention center, that there may be opportunities still available so whoever's listening to this across the U.S. may be able to come and, and partner with some of our local firms? Yes, certainly. And um, the convention center expansion is continuing between now and let's say October of next year. That's still about $125 million uh, still to be spent. We did going into, co uh, I'm sorry, uh, during the beginning of COVID, we did suspend, we made an official announcement, we suspended the vertical construction on the 800-key hotel, Omni, because we knew the bond market was not right for the selling relevant to hospitality, because as you all know, COVID certainly killed, didn't hurt, it killed at this time, hospitality. We do believe that to come back, 
Actually, I just heard some good news last week relevant to that. So I know we're going to be making a bigger announcement later on in October about continuing with the vertical for the hotel. But the construction that's currently still underway, it was still essential. It never stopped during this COVID. Uh, there's still about 120, 125 million worth of activity. But in my last meeting with Balfour, your sponsor for tomorrow, in my upcoming meeting uh, later this month, they're also going to do another outreach for me. Balfour is at a point where over the next year, though we have the footprint of expanding the convention center, work that still needs to be done. That's at 120, 125. But the new additional work that's still left to be designed, because this was a design build project, that's still left to be bid that's still left to continue my 30-plus percent goal of small business utilization. Balfour, starting at the end of this month, is going to be telling firms, big and small, how you can still play a part in that next phase. And when we really look at it, that means technically firms, big and small, you have about eight months to a year, but roughly about eight months, to understand this program more, to follow along with us and Balfour's own website to make sure you recognize what's the next set of design rollouts so you can still be a part of that. That has not been assigned from Matthew Southwest and Balfour's capacity yet. So you're going to hear more about that at the end of this month. It will be on our website. I believe it's on there this week explaining that date and when Balfour's going to come back to us explaining, hey, we have the next year, and we did this about three weeks ago with Balfour at a workshop. We have the next year to get ready for what's going to be the final two years of that construction. So folks need to understand if you can still get in the subcontracting game with this current 120, 125, please do so. We're still having business conducted, but there's a bigger part that you can also find out more over the next year. And that's the part that if you haven't been engaged, you still got a chance, whether it's the certification side, whether it's familiarizing yourself as a partner, or whether it's identifying the potential opportunities, you still got time to do so on what's going to be the last vertical part of this uh, construction. All right, thank you. Uh, Jada, I do believe we have a caller, the last four digits, Caller of your number is 7496. Did you have a question or a comment you'd like to make, please? Good morning. I do have a question for Mr. McDonald. My name is Kendi Ward. Um, and my question for Mr. McDonald, um, week before last, on August 28th, you hosted an awesome Professional Services Prime webinar, and I was really excited to hear about all of the work that's coming out. I just wanted to know when will you be having another um, one of those webinars. So please, and thank you again for attending and, and listening, um, please stay in touch with us through Broward.org slash econdev. That's our website. Or if you send my office your email, we'll make sure we put you on our subscribers list, which uh, every Wednesday I put out a newsletter. And it gives all the updates. It talks about the projects in details, even give hot tips on upcoming bids for the county. But our reoccurring workshops are on that website and certainly on that newsletter that we pass out. And my staff had killed me. Um, but I definitely know uh, there's a okay. workshop uh, later this week 
and there's another next week. And, again, we're now trying, based on a workshop we did a few weeks ago, trying to make sure substantively we're doing the workshops that our small businesses need. We want to connect them to real opportunity. And beyond connecting them to real opportunities, make sure we're helping to develop them for those real opportunities. But on our calendar, you certainly get a list of those workshops coming up for the remainder of the calendar year. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Back to you, Judy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ms. Um, Kendi, for your question. And, yes, I also attended that webinar, so, audience, you want to attend his uh, Broward County webinars um, that Mr. Sandy is behind the scenes and, and putting together because they are very informational and um, will impact your your business to the best of its ability. Okay, so we've had an awesome morning here with Mr. Sandy and, of course, Oh, my gosh, with the master builder herself in the studio this morning with us. It's been an amazing show, and I know that we all are thirsting for more of Mr. Sandy and these opportunities, and specifically these convention center opportunities that you will learn more about and know how to do business to get on these contracts or to be able to take advantage of the opportunity of the future through our billion-dollar luncheon. That is NABWIC's billion-dollar luncheon tomorrow, Wednesday at 12. If you haven't registered yet, if Mr. Sandy didn't get you on the edge of your seat, head over to Eventbrite. I don't know what will, but I know after having the master builder and him together on this morning's show, your fingers are already over there on the, on the keypad. And you can do that at on Eventbrite. And or just always keep it simple by heading over to NABWIC's website. And with that, Miss Ann, the master builder, I think we've had an amazing show this morning. And I'm going to go ahead and close us out unless you would like to bless us again with one of your magical words of wisdom. <laughs> the only word of wisdom I have right now, uh, Jada, is to ask Sandy if he has any closing remarks, because I don't think we can say enough about Broward County, and the time was very well invested and was not spent, but it was invested in our future opportunities that are going to be created, not just in Broward County Convention Centers or the water or utilities, but also in transit. So we're looking forward to having a transit conversation next month, and if Mr. McDonald's calendar will permit, we will ask you, Sandy, to come back on next month. But I would be remiss if I did not also mention that in a couple of weeks we will be having our NABWIC uh, Congressional Black Caucus reception every year. The, our organization goes to Washington, D.C. during the caucus time, and we host a reception on the Thursday night in Washington during the Congressional Black Caucus. Well, of course, this year that's not going to happen. And because it's not going to happen in person, we will take that event online. I'd like, like to thank all of our registrants. Last year we had 930 people to register for our reception last year, and almost 400 of those showed up at a reception in the City Club. And, yes, it was packed like uh, I won't say that word, but it was phenomenal. And you know how we like to all be all up under, yes, it was one of those. So we expect to have the same kind of response um, uh, at our reception 
that will be also on Zoom. It will be a virtual reception, and we are expecting probably somewhere between 20 to 30 local, state, and national legislators to be participating with us during our reception and during our program uh, that will be in the evening. So we'll make sure we get those details out to everybody. And if I'm not mistaken, Jade, I believe it's on the 17th, September 17th, the evening yes, of the 17th. Thursday. Okay. Okay, that Thursday. So we'll we'll make sure we have those details. But like Jada said, you can just go to NABWIC, N-A-B-W-I-C dot org and get those details. So, Sandy, we're going to ask you if you have any closing comments that you'd like to share before we wrap up this awesome show and invite everybody back every every um, every time we host a show. So back to you, Sandy. No, and thank you. I just really want to thank you guys for having me on and allowing me to share some of the information about what Broward County is doing and, more importantly, what Broward County is intentionally doing to help and support our women and minority businesses uh, throughout our county. And we have a little slogan called Broward and Beyond. We don't want to just prepare them for Broward opportunities. We don't want no one to put all of any eggs in one basket. So Broward and Beyond, we want to help them to prepare for opportunities throughout the state, throughout the country. And so stay in touch with us. Uh, definitely follow us on our website. And I always tell folks, challenge us. Challenge me. Hold us to the things we're saying and the things we're proposing. Because in the end, if our businesses, if our small businesses, if our minority women-owned businesses are not making money, then Broward is not doing its job. Again, we own the fact, 89% of our businesses are small, 20 employees or less. So we know in order to sustain that and grow that, and that's inclusive of COVID, we have to do things to assure that businesses get real business opportunities. So, again, thanks for having me, and please follow us, stay in touch, and take advantage of the opportunities that Broward County and all the counties here in South Florida as well as, well as throughout the state have to offer. Thanks again. Okay. Uh, Sandy, let me just get that website so I can add it to – um, your bio here for anybody that's listening that would like to get additional information, you can go to Sandy's website. And what is the site, please, Sandy? Broward.org slash econdev. That's Broward.org slash econdev. That's short for economic development, econdev. Awesome. E C O N D E V. Thank you so very much. This has been phenomenal. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, and we will see you, as I always say. We'll see you tomorrow. So now for our closing commercial. Everybody have a great day. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.